Hi, I'm Kim Tennell, Director of Fine Arts. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'll be talking with Orchestra Director Annie Camp, Band Director Damon Harvey, Freshman Band Student Gracie Cowan, and Senior Orchestra Student Jack Quant. Together, we'll be talking about the instrumental program at Darlington and how it supports our students in developing confidence, connections, and compassion along with creativity and what that looks like for the student experience in orchestra and band. Thank you all for joining us. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Now, all of you kind of have your individual experiences. Um, you come to Darlington, you've been here a long time, or you've been here a short time, or, you know, um, we've got residential student, um, boarding student, and then we also have a day student. So I want to take a minute and just kind of think about how long you've been here, um, uh, and maybe just introduce yourself that way, and just to kind of give us a, a, Amy, why don't you start? How long have you been here at Darlington? I think about 15 years. Long enough to start losing killed. <laughs> exactly. And Gracie? 11. 11 years, all right. Uh, this is my fourth year as the band teacher at Darlington. Yes, and then Jack? This is my third year. Yes, because you came as a sophomore? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Um, so we all have different experiences, and I think that's the cool thing about when we do something like this and have this conversation. Um, and talking about um, previous podcasts, we did one um, that kind of introduced us to the performing arts. It was one that gave us some things to think about when we start uh, with general music and how that progresses into, actually we went the route of theater and some of the, the things that it presents, those face-to-face -face performances. That's different in instrumental music. And so what I think is our opportunity is to think about how those same things, confidence, compassion, um, all of those things still happen in instrumental music when a student decides in third or fourth grade that they want to play an instrument. So I kind of wanted to start with connections and think about what are those things that we want to happen. Um, we know there are hard skills going on because the students have to learn to read music, right? But that continues um, in instrumental music. But what are those things that we're really looking for when we think about connections? What are those things that are happening in the instrumental classes um, that give those opportunities for students to make those connections in a variety of different ways? Who would like to start? Anybody? Damon, you want to start? So um, I think there are some things that we do in a rehearsal that kind of come back over and over again. Um, we get used to looking at this big piece of art that we're trying to fulfill. Um, and when we first start working on it, it's very slow. We're working on notes and rhythms. Then we're adding some beauty to the music with crescendos, articulations. Then we're practicing the performance of it and eventually we perform it and we do it. And it's kind of this cycle um, and we get better and better at it. We get more and more confident with it. Um, and I think that's a very good skill for students to have and connect with um, in different ways to see this way off goal. Um, and then to know that at first it's going to be slow, but um, eventually we do get there. Uh, that really increases just confidence when they're first looking at the music. Um, I also think students in, in band and orchestra are getting used to working with other people too. Um, especially in our upper school groups, uh, you might 
have the opportunity to work with people of diverse backgrounds, people who aren't necessarily in your closest friend group um, or in your sports. Um, I just had the upper school band make some videos for our middle school band and that was probably the number one comment is getting to know some people they don't um, in the other spheres that they walk at Darlington. Um, so that's important. I think that's an important skill um, that um, can connect to other things outside of band. Um, in our middle school, it's kind of the same way we have kids in groups six, uh, in grades six through eight. So the sixth graders are learning how to be stretched and receive help from the eighth graders, and the eighth graders are learning how to, how to give help. Great. And thinking more so about the connections early on, um, Gracie and I were talking about early, a little while ago, we were talking about how you pick an instrument. You know, um, how do we make those connections early on so that we know um, that a child has really made a connection with the instrument that they choose? Tracy, you want to talk about that? Um, I definitely think that's another important thing about connection is getting it, um, like getting the opportunity to connect with an instrument. So when you're younger, you can start an orchestra and you have many options for orchestra and then there's also many options for band. So I think getting to explore your, um, the opportunities that the school gives you is also really important to connection. And I think another thing that's important is also the connections that you have with people. And starting in, from elementary school, you're able to connect with people from different grades all the way up through the high school when you get to um, build relationships with people from different countries and um, like your teachers, like Mr. Harvey and Ms. Camp. Absolutely. Um, any, any other comments in thinking about connections? Well, in the lower school, we take uh, third, fourth, and fifth grade students and usually pair them strategically with uh, a select, maybe another student or two students so that they start to build a sense of team. And it's fascinating to me how much they learn from each other in that setting. I mean, it compounds what we're doing as professional teachers and coaches uh, times 10 and they're learning it from each other. So I think that's a very powerful connection that they can make early on. Oh, I would agree totally. I think we, um, every time we have a chance to be successful and, and learn from each other, and, and watching that with the kids is on a different level, I think. And we learn from them, um, I think, as teachers mm -hmm. so much of the time. How a, how a student learns. Right. You're watching them do it. Right. And, and that way you know how better to coach them. Absolutely. No, I would totally agree. I think um, another area that happens is right now some of our kids are deciding what course they want to take for next year. So we have transitions to think about and I think there's a connection piece that happens there. We want them to continue. You know, Gracie, I think as a ninth grader, you know, you had to make that decision if you wanted to continue with band um, going into ninth grade. Um, when you came here, Jack, I remember um, actually meeting your parents and, and um, making that connection upstairs. Um, you, we found out you played the bass, and we were like all about that. So um, do you want to talk a little bit about that, that connection and, and choosing? I think you even talked about it in your senior speech the other day, um, taking a step and making a connection with, with something. Yeah, so um, I, I've always loved doing orchestra, and it's a... It's a way of taking a break, I guess, from the day. Not necessarily a break, but it's different from the rest of the regular school day. And I, I really enjoy that aspect of it. And 
each year I, I've kind of felt like I've pressured myself to try and take more academic classes and um, I, I'm glad that I've stuck with orchestra through the whole, the entirety of my scholastic career pretty much. Um, and it, I guess, it's just really nice to have orchestra um, as a different part of the day that I wouldn't normally have. I would agree with that. Do y'all find that you walk in the room, you're kind of like, you can kind of breathe a little bit and sigh? That's what my music classes did for me. That, that is um, really special. And I guess that leads to thinking about compassion for a minute, um, that other, another C. When you talked a little bit about the social aspects of the connections that we make in these classes, and I think there's a, there's a piece of compassion that we also think about, um, or empathy. Um, lots of ways to learn and relate to each other. And I think when we think about um, compassion, it's one of those things that comes out in a variety of different ways. Like right now, um, I'm thinking about this group that's going to play at Orlando, in Orlando for our trip this weekend. And one of the things that came to mind was you both came to pieces that you're learning um, in, from a different place. Different instruments were asking you to combine um, the two sets of, of instruments, the orchestra and then the band. Y'all teach differently. Um, you learn differently in your classes and we're asking the students to follow somebody different. So all of a sudden there's this level of compassion that we have to think about when we're in front of a different group to have empathy to relate to each other, you know? Um, so that's what came to mind when I was thinking about compassion um, in real time right now while we're getting ready for this trip. And um, any thoughts on that, on and what that process is like when you have something that you're trying that's new, that you have to show compassion to the students and then the students have to also show compassion to you? Damon? Yeah, uh, there are definitely times when I have to uh, learn very quickly and adjust very quickly in the classroom. Um, and having that opportunity where we combine the orchestra and band for this Disney trip uh, uh, has uh, made me do that a little bit with the string players. Um, when I think about compassion and band, I, I do think a lot about the beginner program, though, um, because you can start band in the fourth grade. Um, we have some meetings with parents where they can be fitted for an instrument. We do some preseason training that I call it, but eventually we have instruments in our hands. And um, like inevitably, students are gonna make some sounds that um, make it clear they're not very proficient on their instrument. And I mean, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, and the, the main goal of beginning band is that they'd individually be learning instruments, but they're also learning about being in a band, too, and what it means to be in a band. And so we have to learn to uh, not, not laugh at other people in the group. Um, we have to learn to respond to them in a way that we would want to be responded to. And I think that really continues in the fifth grade band. There's still some of those noises in the fifth grade band. And then um, I, allow, I allow beginners to start in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade too. So that kind of compassion and empathy uh, continues uh, because it's hard to learn an instrument. Like it is, it is very hard what we're doing. And so every person in the group has to realize uh, that they're 
the person sitting next to them is um, is working very hard too. Yeah, how to construct a safe place. You know, oh, yeah. how to be a part of, of a safe place That's good. is really important. Uh, otherwise, nobody wants to put themselves out. And that's really important in the arts. You're putting yourself out there. It's vulnerable. Yes, um, indeed. For, for young kids and for older kids. And adults. Yeah. <laughs> it never stops. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I agree with you and um, appreciate the hard work that our students are doing to push through some of those challenges when it does feel maybe a little bit uncomfortable, but we know that if it's a safe place um, that we've got that support and so hopefully that, that carries a long way. When we're thinking about um, confidence, it probably transfers, I mean, these are um, interrelational, I guess, so to speak, in the fact that they um, kind of cross over. So when we think about confidence, um, you know, one of the things we were talking about is, you know, in pre-K and kindergarten, we do those, the class plays and we have students stand up and, and do their lines for the, the play or they sing. Um, it's the same type of thing. I think you were talking about um, the compassion for each other, but taking that risk is that piece of confidence that we're thinking about. So what does confidence feel like um, when we're in a band or orchestra class? What does it feel like? Jack, what is, when you're playing that bass, what is it that you've got to think about when you think of confidence? So actually this year was the first year that I've like not had a a, a bass partner and so I never had to play like alone and so I was kind of worried about how not worried necessarily but I was curious as to how I, I would feel about that because I'd be the only bass making any noise and so um, I guess uh, where confidence comes from for me is just uh, running through the music before even uh, rehearsals and just that in that little period right before we start playing as a group uh, where we're tuning and whatnot um, and running over the, the harder parts and I guess so a certain I, element of being prepared yeah right yeah. yeah well I've seen you transform you know this year definitely stepped up and you play more confidently now Grace, any thoughts? I know you've got some solo things going on right now in your um, band. Well, for a lot of my band career, I've often been the only clarinetist like in the band. And so definitely like having that kind of pressure on me, and I'm also in another band outside of school where I'm the only clarinetist, and there's a lot of string instruments, so it's just kind of hard for me to be able to play my part like how I would like to. And it often sometimes, like I feel like, Building this confidence through the fine arts program has definitely helped me like in and outside of band because I'm able to be more competent in the classroom, um, on the soccer field, and even like in band class, like I'm able to play my part out now and having like auditions and tryouts and performances has definitely built my confidence up more. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. That's what we like to hear, right? I definitely feel that even the learning process builds confidence because I put a piece in front of the orchestra and, and we sight read it and I hear comments like, what in the world, we can't play this, you know? And then over time, in working with it, um, being coached through it, they learn the piece and then perform it successfully. 
And that whole process, to me, builds confidence. You know, and then you get positive feedback from, from an audience. Wow, that's powerful. I think that that challenge that we're all working towards really helps increase the team environment that we, we try to focus on, too. Um, I know every member of the band is kind of hoping and encouraging the person who's sitting next to them to own their part. Um, it really is an activity where no one sits on the bench. Um, mm -hmm. And most students in our group won't have the luxury of hiding behind a lot of other players. So um, rather it's going to be a performance in Morris Chapel or the Thatcher Hall Commons or maybe down with the stadium band. Like the students get in this mode of we all really need each other here. Um, well, and you mentioned an interesting point. We do not have the luxury of probably performing in the same space every single time. Oh, yeah. um, here on campus, we are performing outside. Sometimes we, you know, take our instruments on the road to the chapel. We, you know, we provide or we rehearse and perform in a variety of places. Uh, there's a certain element of flexibility mm -hmm. that has to happen with our performing groups. And we don't play outside the same way that we would play inside. Um, you know, I think about stadium band and the fact that you've got a small group or you're wanting them to play out on a Friday night. Um, I think there's just a lot to think about in terms of flexibility and we're asking kids to adapt. Well, that's a life skill. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that is something that will carry them a long way when they realize, oh, I got to do something different or I got to change this um, in those moments. Or even the level of formality. You know, playing in the Cove for Fall for the Arts, that's a different scenario than playing in the chapel mm -hmm. for spring concert, you know, with your tuxedos on, you know. Yes, yes. So I think it's fun that we, first of all, it's fun that we offer um, an opportunity in the spring for our performing groups, band, orchestra, and choir to go to Orlando um, and participate in a festival. Uh, that's the purpose. We want to go and receive an opportunity to get some feedback. Um, we participate in a festival and this, this year we're participating in music in the parks. And um, that is an opportunity for us to play in front of judges and to get some feedback on our skill level um, at the same time on the musical things that we learn in our classes. So we are leaving for that trip on Thursday, March the 30th, and um, we will be gone for four days and um, we'll enjoy the parks along the way. This time we're focusing on the Disney parks, but um, as we're getting ready for that, one of the, the neat things is not everyone, this is not a mandatory trip. So what's fun about this too is that Although it's a representation of our band, choir, and orchestra, we have sometimes smaller groups that we're putting together uh, and have an opportunity to perform. So we're getting excited about that. We leave tomorrow and um, have been working hard on the music when we combine the band and the orchestra together, different types of music, um, but it gives them a chance to really come together and build something. And then, of course, our choir is going to perform as well. So we're excited about that trip and look forward to it. Um, any thoughts? I know y'all have been before. Any thoughts on that trip? Things that you enjoy or might be a challenge? I think we're prepared. Yay. I think we're going to play well. I'm glad you we're um, just having the opportunity to play outside of our campus sometimes. Um, I think that's really good for the group. <clears throat> um, the band's also done like some honor band um, events locally and for, for our district. 
Um, so I think that can be uh, very good for our students too, to kind of move them out of our rehearsal halls and, and play somewhere new. I know, we, when we walk in those auditoriums that we perform in for this event, I know it's a bit different. So um, I think the fact that we have some flexibility here and have yeah. the opportunity to perform in a variety of spaces prepares us for that, honestly, sure. which is really kind of cool. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us today. We're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org backslash podcast. If you have questions about today's programs or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast.